Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, August 23rd, and we start with local news. Tennessee U.S. Representative and former Murray County Mayor Andy Ogles joined other lawmakers in Nashville on Tuesday afternoon in a promise to, quote, fight like hell against human trafficking. Ogles and members of the Tennessee General Assembly joined the Tennessee Faith and Freedom Coalition to declare war on the modern-day slavery of child and human trafficking and the renewed mutual quest to save children and women. The press conference came on day two of the special legislative session tackling public safety. Before Ogles took the podium, House Majority Leader Representative William Lamberth told reporters that for years, the General Assembly has increased penalties for human trafficking and increased penalties on those who abuse children. One of the things we have not done enough of is drag this issue out into the light, Lamberth said. Have the TBI and law enforcement work together with the legislature to identify every single community where this is happening and then allocate needs towards that, he said. Lawmakers have now filed Senate Bill 7088 and House Bill 7041, which would require the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation to submit a report on child and human trafficking crimes and trends across the state to the governor and General Assembly. Lamberth called it a step in the right direction. Congressman Ogles then commended Governor Bill Lee and the General Assembly for making anti-human trafficking a priority, stating they have a legal obligation to take action. We have a legal obligation to take action. We have a moral and ethical obligation to take action, Ogles said. But we have a biblical obligation to take action. We are to protect the least of these, he said. Lance Corporal Joseph Whaley, a 2022 graduate of Columbia Central High School, was killed during a nighttime live-fire training exercise at Camp Pendleton last week. Whaley was in his fourth week of training in the 13-week-long basic reconnaissance course. The exact circumstances that led to his death have not been revealed, and the incident at the night live-fire training exercise is under investigation. Marine Corps Training Command said it is in full cooperation with the probe. An investigation remains ongoing into the matter, and the command is in full cooperation, a statement reads. The family and loved ones have our deepest condolences as we continue to work with them during this difficult time. There is no additional information available pending the conclusion of the investigation, they said. According to the Marine Corps, Whaley's military training included rifleman training at the U.S. Marine Corps School of Infantry East at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune, and recruit training at Marine Corps Recruit Depot, Paris Island. At the time of his death, he was listed as an infantry student. Willie was a lauded member and co-captain of the Columbia Central football team during his high school career and celebrated his 20th birthday on August 9th. A moment of silence was held ahead of the Lions football game last Friday night to honor the fallen Marine. He had been awarded the National Defense Medal. A new boutique marketplace opened yesterday in downtown Columbia. WKOM WKRM's Del Kennedy stopped by the ribbon-cutting ceremony for L&J Marketplace to learn more about what that business has to offer. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm in the old Foster Building in beautiful downtown Columbia. The Foster Building has been completely renovated. I am at the grand opening and ribbon-cutting for L&J Marketplace. I'm speaking with the proprietors. 
Nikki Peterson, and Rhonda Perry. Hey, Nikki. Hi. Hey, Rhonda. Hello. All right. L&J Marketplace. I'm looking around. It's a beautifully renovated building. I'm seeing women's clothing. It's a women's boutique. I'm seeing accessories, household accessories, uh, just all sorts of stuff for the lady who shops. Nikki, tell me what you offer here. Yes, we have women's apparel from sizes small all the way to 3X. So we have something for everyone. Also, we have something for women in their 20s all the way up to women in their 70s. Something for everybody. Absolutely amazing. And now, Rhonda, what's on the first floor is just uh, hardly the half of it. Right. What What's on the second floor? Okay, we partner with 20 other businesses, and they we have from kids' clothing to children's books to men's T-shirts to food, candies, all kinds of things. There's something here for everyone. Wow, that's amazing. All right, Nikki, talk about your days and hours. Well, we are here Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6. Of course, on first Fridays, we're here till 9, so you want to come out then. Um, and then you can also shop us online. So if you go to shoplnj.com, you can shop anytime you want online. Wow, that's amazing. Once again, Rhonda, if you want more information or want to shop online, where do you go? You shoplnj.com. There we go. Well, again, Delp Kennedy, French Porch Radio. I am at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for LNJ's Marketplace here in downtown Columbia, Tennessee, directly across from Baxter's Mercantile, the old Foster building. Some of you may remember it, but you've not seen how beautifully it's been renovated and how beautiful this shop is. Nikki, Rhonda, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Spring Hill Board of Zoning and Appeals denied a variance to a to the designated number of parking spots required at a future sleep-in hotel planned for Kedron Road. Currently, the city's unified development code requires two parking spaces per room in the hotel, which comes to 96 total spaces. The applicant, T-Square Engineering, proposed just 66 parking spaces. The parking reduction would take place on the front side of the building to be constructed on the site, city staff reports read. Staff finds the request not consistent with the UDC and does not believe that the proposal will have a significant detrimental impact on the public good or any of the surrounding property. Spring Hill Mayor Jim Hageman made the motion to deny the variance. There is no hardship to be found based on the submitted documents, he said. Citizen feedback both online and during the approval process have been mostly negative toward a hotel being built in what is designated as a downtown area. Christy Smith, a nearby resident to the property, read excerpts from the city's Spring Hill Rising 2040 plan detailing the type of businesses and buildings the city planned for the area. She then spoke about the potential for the property where a hotel not were a hotel not considered at the site. The property sits adjacent to Home Depot and behind First Farmers Bank across the street from Best Western. Envision on this property instead of a hotel, a Spring Hill City Center market, she said. One building, open flow, from one end to the other. One that gives nods to the roots of Spring Hill by supporting local farmers, businesses, and artists, she said. This is the type of place that embodies the small-town feel and culture that the Spring Hill Rising Plan has laid out to protect, she said. Unfortunately, Austin Brass of the city staff noted that while the plot is inside the designated area, it is zoned C4, which would allow the hotel to be built by right without approval from the commission if all other requirements are met. It is unknown whether the developer intends to appeal the decision to the Board of Mayor and Aldermen. 
You're invited to Texas Roadhouse in Spring Hill on Thursday, August 24th to support the Shelter and Friends of the Murray County Animal Services, who will receive 10% of your total food purchase between 3 and 8 p.m. Think of all the good that Murray County Animal Services can do with that 10%. Just show a flyer, which you can download at www.murraycountysource.com to your server, and take they'll take care of the rest. We'll see you at Texas Roadhouse on Thursday. Spring Hill's newest school, Amanda H. North Elementary, celebrated its grand opening on Monday, August 14th, welcoming students into the grounds for the first time. The school, which is located on Wilkes Lane, is named after Williamson County's first African-American principal, Amanda North, who began her teaching career in 1934 at Boxy Valley School, later serving as principal at Thompson Station Grade 1-8 through African-American School and teaching adult education classes at Natchez High School. We cannot believe that we're all going to finally be together under one roof, so we plan to celebrate big, Amanda North Principal Jill Justice said on the school's opening day. The Williamson County Board of Education unanimously approved the name of the elementary school during their February 20th meeting. I'm delighted that the Williamson County School Board honored Mrs. Amanda North by naming the school after her, Williamson County historian Rick Warwick said in February. African American Heritage Society of Williamson County President Alma McLemore called North an education icon and said that the announcement was a great moment and a great time in our community and our country's history. The first baby born at Murray Regional Medical Center was on December 17, 1953. Since then, thousands of babies have come into the world at the medical center, including a record number this summer. In June, Murray Regional Medical Center set its single-month record with 176 newborn deliveries, culminating in an annual record of 1,731 babies born in fiscal year 2023. The record numbers are a result of new families in the community choosing to trust Murray Regional Medical Center's nationally recognized childbirth services, according to Murray Regional Health CEO Dr. Martin Cheney. At Murray Regional Medical Center, we're honored to be the place in our community where life begins, Dr. Cheney said. Our childbirth team does an excellent job of ensuring babies, mothers, and their families receive the best possible care during their life-changing stay with us. We'll continue to offer that same level of care as we grow alongside our community, he said. While the medical center reached record numbers in June, the deliveries haven't slowed down much in the subsequent months. In July, 158 babies were delivered, and August projects to have another high number, though likely not to the same level as in June. This is a record we're happy to break, because we take pride when our community entrusts us to provide the best care before, during, and after delivery, said Christina Lanham, chief medical officer for Murray Regional Health. Murray Regional Medical Center offers an entire floor dedicated to childbirth and gynecological care, as well as eight specialists in obstetrics and gynecology on the medical staff. Additional childbirth services include a neonatal intensive care unit, breastfeeding support, newborn care, and expectant parent education. Murray Regional Medical Center has been recognized with a Best for Babies Award from the Tennessee Hospital Association and Tennessee Department of Health for four consecutive years. The organization also earned the Joint Commission's Gold Seal of Approval for Perinatal Care Certification. Learn more about the childbirth services offered at Murray Regional Health by going to www.murrayregional.com forward slash childbirth. 
Are you interested in a career in the fire service? Columbia Fire and Rescue's Explorer program is for young men and women who are between the ages of 14 and 20 years old interested in learning more about the fire service. The primary goal of this program is to provide young adults with the opportunity to explore a potential career in firefighting and emergency medical services and challenge them to become responsible citizens and community leaders. You can find more by going to www.tn-columbia.civicplus.com. Although they are in a much better position in terms of staffing than the last two years, Murray County schools are still looking to fill a number of positions. They're in need of teachers, especially math and special education teachers, school nutrition associates, and bus drivers. Want to be a bus driver but don't have your CDL? No problem. Training will be provided. For more information on job openings and how to apply, visit www.murrayk12.org. Join Murray Alliance and the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce on Wednesday, August 30th for a Women in Business Lunch featuring executive leadership coach and consultant Chandra Jarrett. With a rich background in engineering spanning over 15 years in corporate America and over two decades in the not-for-profit sector, Jarrett brings a unique blend of technical and humanitarian insights to the table. She has dedicated her career to helping individuals and teams unlock their untapped potential and discover their own unique leadership voice. Leveraging a range of tools, technology, assessments, and processes, Jarrett helps improve communication, align visions, enhance execution, and boost organizational performance. Her passion lies in liberating leaders with a vision to empower them to liberate others. During this lunch event, Chandra will delve into the transformative Know Yourself to Lead Yourself tool designed to help attendees understand their inherent strengths, recognize areas of growth, and develop the skills to become effective leaders in respective fields. Join Murray Alliance at this exciting event to gain valuable insights and connect with like-minded women. Secure your spot today. Tickets are $20 and include lunch. Visit www.murrayalliance.com for more information. Columbia Mayor's Youth Council, or CMYC, applications for the 2023-24 school year are now open. The CMYC is open to all high school students located within Murray County, whether public, private, or homeschooled. The 2023-24 term will begin in September of 2023 and conclude in May of 2024. Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder stated, The Mayor's Youth Council has quickly established itself as one of the more important initiatives we have at City Hall. Not only does it bring youth inside our buildings to learn about important city issues, but I've seen it firsthand plant a seed in these students of love and pride for their community. I look forward to welcoming the upcoming class and would encourage all high school students to apply for what promises to be our best year yet, he said. The CMYC's goal is to foster leadership and community involvement among Columbia's diverse high school population and to encourage students to become further interested in local government. The CMYC is composed of Murray County High School students who value academic excellence, community involvement, and leadership. Selected students will have an opportunity to actively participate in various activities and programs, including team building, working with the mayor and other city officials, addressing issues affecting youth in the community, leading and volunteering in community projects, and learning about city departments and local businesses. The CMYC members will be selected based on an application process that is made available to all Murray County High School students. The application process will close on August 25th. Applicants will be notified of acceptance by September 1st. 
CMYC meetings will be held monthly in addition to community and volunteer projects. CMYC applications can be found at www.columbiatn.com forward slash CMYC. Join the City of Columbia and Columbia Fire and Rescue as they conduct their annual 9-11 Memorial Ceremony. Located at Firefighters Park at 1000 South Garden Street at 8 a.m. on Monday, September 11th, local leaders will honor the brave men and women of emergency services. The public is invited to attend. Columbia State Community College will host virtual and in-person Tennessee Reconnect information sessions during this month. Tennessee Reconnect is a last-dollar scholarship that provides free tuition for adults to attend a community college. The initiative is designed to help adults enter college to gain new skills, advance in the workplace, and fulfill lifelong dreams of completing a degree or credential. We are thankful to be able to provide the local community with easy access to information about Tennessee Reconnect by hosting information sessions said Joni Allison, Columbia State Coordinator of Adult Student Services. Tennessee Reconnect provides a wonderful opportunity for eligible adults to retool their skills and attend Columbia State tuition-free. To be eligible for Tennessee Reconnect, students must not have already earned an associate or bachelor's degree, have been a Tennessee resident for at least one year, have completed the free application for federal student aid and be determined as an independent student, be admitted to Columbia State and enroll in a degree or certificate program, and must attend at least part-time, meaning at least six credit hours. To view the full list of steps to apply or to sign up for an information session, visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash reconnect. The next session will take place on August 24th from 2 to 3 p.m. And now, your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Gerald Rolf Morton. 93, retired from Monsanto, died Friday, August 18th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services will be conducted today, Wednesday at 1 p.m. at Riverside United Methodist Church. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. Mr. Roger Anthony Riddle, 67, a retired sales manager with Service Partners, died Saturday, August 19th at Murray Regional Medical Center. Funeral services will be Friday at 1 p.m. at Graymere Church of Christ. Burial will follow at Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 3 to 7 p.m. at Graymere Church of Christ. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. 
for your southern Middle Tennessee weather. We will have sunny to partly cloudy skies today with some serious heat. The high will be 96 degrees with light and variable winds. We are under a heat advisory. Tonight, we can expect a few passing clouds and a low of 73. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance... Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. 
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Every public school in Tennessee will receive an A through F letter grade later this year, and leaders are looking for public input on what those grades should mean. The letter grades required by a Tennessee law passed in 2016 that was delayed by testing issues and the coronavirus pandemic will go out with the annual Tennessee Department of Education report card. The latest report cards illustrate performance on a scale of 1 to 4, with 4 being the highest, for categories like achievement, growth, absenteeism, graduation rates, and other factors. The new grades are expected to be released in November. The state's letter grade legislation is intended to provide a snapshot of how each school performed during the previous academic year and compare those results over time, the state education department said in a news release. The department will provide a series of town halls and small group conversations open to the public, along with opportunities to engage on social media and submit written comments. The goal is to discuss the best way to measure school performance and to create transparency in what the new letter grades mean. Tennesseans deserve an accountability system that produces clear information about how our schools are performing so they can best engage to support their students' education, the release said. Similarly, as students are already returning to classrooms following summer break, Tennessee schools and districts need clear information on how they will be measured this fall. The department is looking for feedback from the public and especially parents, students, and those who work in education. Comments from the public on what their priorities are for measured school performance and progress can be submitted until September 15th to schoollettergrades at tnedu.gov. You can also learn more via the department's Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Tennessee Education. Whether you are a student, parent, teacher, policymaker, or an interested community member, school letter grades will empower all Tennesseans with the information they need to support K-12 public education and our local schools, Education Commissioner Lizette Reynolds said in the release. I encourage all Tennesseans to join us at a town hall or submit a public comment to share what you want to know about schools in your community and how they are serving your kids, she said. The first few town halls were hosted earlier this month, with more to come. You can find links to the live stream and Facebook events for each event at tn.gov forward slash education forward slash school letter grades. In South Central region of Tennessee, the next town hall will happen on Thursday, September 7th at Shelbyville Central High School, located at 401 Eagle Boulevard in Shelbyville, Tennessee, from 530 to 7 p.m. Nashville Airport reports it was the fastest-growing airport in the country the past two years, and next month, six new gates will open, which the airport hopes will serve as a growing gateway to Europe. We designed it to be warm and welcoming like Tennessee, said airport president and CEO Doug Krulin, with wood tones but also the open air like our national parks, so lots of skylights, he said. If you haven't been to the airport recently, you might be one of the few. A record 22 million passengers traveled through BNA in the last year. It's just a whole new experience, Krulin said. Crews have been working on different phases of two multi-billion dollar expansions for six years, and they're ready to unveil the latest completed project on September 27th. We'll have 15 new restaurants and retail to my right, and to my left we'll have six international gates to receive people coming in for overseas flights, Krulin showed to cameras. Nashville now boasts 99 nonstop destinations. That's more than double most mid-size airports. 
Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. And now our final story, Lana Del Rey announced a tour that kicks off in Franklin. The Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard promotional tour will stop at First Bank Amphitheater on Thursday, September 14th. Tickets go on sale on Friday, August 25th at 10 a.m. You can find tickets at www.ticketmaster.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOMWKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.